BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. A lot of stuff I want to hit here as we dance on a pain-free Friday. Uh, Phil Mickelson, uh, the story that he had more than $40 million in gambling losses. That is crazy, right? Like, how insane is that? And then you've already got people doing mock drafts for the NFL draft in Kansas City in 2023. And it really boils down to how many quarterbacks are going to go in that first round, as opposed to this year when Kenny Pickett was the only one that went. And then a little talk about the Champions League final. It's going to be May 28th in Paris And we all know who's playing Liverpool and Real Madrid. How thick is that? And then, of course, Canelo Alvarez is back at it on Saturday night, plotting his path to history with a big fight against Bivol. So uh, let's start with Phil Mickelson. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Uh, Federal auditors investigating his role in an insider trading scheme found his... uh, Losses in gambling totaled more than $40 million from 2010 to 2014. That's insane. This guy, Alan Shipnock, is uh, coming out with an unauthorized biography on Mickelson, and it's called Fire Pit Collective, and it's coming out mid-May uh, during the PGA Championship. How convenient. Of course, Mickelson is the defending champ. We all know Phil's been in hiding since the uh, comments about the Saudi-backed golf league. But the bottom line is uh, this guy in this book, uh, explosive comments from Mickelson on his involvement in the the league. But Mickelson uh, dismissed uh, Saudi's uh, human rights record, etc., Bottom line, that golf tournament uh, tour is about money and making lots of it. And Mickelson was uh, defended in 2016 in an insider trading case that sent Billy Walters to prison. And he says he's writing a book as well. He just got out of prison. In this new book, Shipnuck writes about auditors from the government investigating uh, Mickelson's money over four years from 2010 to 2014. And they talk about the 40 million in gambling losses. His annual income in 2012, the time of the stock deal that netted Mickelson nearly a million dollars in one week was estimated at around 48 million. 
the guy wrote about Mickelson having problems with uh, Bones uh, McKay and that he owed him several hundred thousand dollars. Now, we all know the story that uh, Mickelson's agent said he asked the PGA Tour for a release to play in the first Saudi-backed LIV Golf Invitational Series uh, that's going down June 9th through the 11th uh, in London. The Telegraph in London said that Mickelson got $30 million allegedly up front and must appear in each of the eight events that make up the series. The tournaments offer $20 million in prize money and then $5 million for team play. People still don't know who's playing. Allegedly, Lee Westwood wants to play in it. Westwood uh, told Sky Sports this week that he uh, requested releases from the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour to play in the event in London next month. I mean, the other guy that has admitted he's playing in it is Robert Garrigus. Greg Norman said this week that the series had received more than 200 registrations from players who want to be in the 48-player field in London. It's going to be really interesting to see how the whole thing plays out and how it affects golfers and how it affects the PGA Tour. All right, let's talk about this uh, 23 NFL draft, if you can even imagine. I saw Todd McShay did a, a 23 mock draft already, which is hilarious. But the thing that I was interested in was the amount of quarterbacks that he thinks are going to go in the first round in 23 in Kansas City. He's got C.J. Stroud, the quarterback at Ohio State, going number one to the Texans. And then the Lions uh, would get Bryce Young from Alabama at number two. Bottom line, Jared Goff's dead money uh, goes to $10 million, uh, next year. And then the Lions can just move on from him. He's got Will Levis from Kentucky, the quarterback, going number eight to the New York football Giants. And then at number nine, a guy that I just think is an absolute stud, Tyler Van Dyke, the Miami Hurricanes quarterback, 6'4", 225 pounds, and can light it up. So that was basically it for uh, the first round for quarterbacks getting drafted next year. We'll see how that plays out. The other top 10 picks are Will Anderson Jr., the defensive end of Alabama, the great receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, from Ohio State, Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia, and Jordan Addison's a receiver from Pitt, but he's in the transfer portal, still a prized prospect. And then you got Eli Ricks, the corner from Alabama, also cracking the top 10. The other interesting thing I thought about is uh, draft was who's the best teams in the league that would draft at the bottom of the barrel. It's the Chargers at 26, Dolphins at 27, Lions via the Rams. So they're not going to be good. They're just getting the Rams pick at 28. The Packers at 29, the Chiefs at 30, the Bucks at 31, and the Buffalo Bills at 32, which suggests that the Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl. Here's one thing I know for certain is that I don't know how you follow Las Vegas. I'd hate to be Kansas City hosting this NFL draft. Now, I'm sure the NFL is going to sell it. It's going to be incredible and uh, amazing as always. But it's got to be a massive letdown uh, to go from Sin City to Kansas City. I mean, I know the barbecue there is great. And then what else are you going to do? I mean, honestly, I mean, I hope the draft is exciting because there's nothing else to do there. I mean, that's bottom line, right?
So what about the Champions League final? Liverpool and Real Madrid, a rematch of the 2018 final. It's in Paris, May 28th, after incredible semifinal, second leg uh, matchups that saw Man City and Villarreal both knocked out of the tournament. A lot of people think that, you know, after winning La Liga, Real will have no games that matter between now and May 28th. Whereas, like, Liverpool has a Premier League race going down to the wire to win that title and an FA Cup final, as well as uh, chasing the quadruple. I mean, bottom line is, will that cost them physically, mentally, uh, or will they be in, you know, sharp form because they're playing all these big matches? I mean, I still think Liverpool is better, but you can't argue with what Real did. I mean, they didn't do it just once. They had, like, all these miracle wins against Paris Saint-Germain, then Chelsea. Then they knock off the behemoth Man City. I mean, that is just absolutely incredible. Think about this. Real Madrid has won their past seven Champions League finals. 98, 2000, 2002, 2014, 2016, again in 2017, and then 2018 against Liverpool. So they've already done them once. The last time they lost was back in 1981 in uh, Paris, and Liverpool beat them 1-zip. And they don't want that to happen again. And think about this. The best player of the entire Champions League knockout uh, phase of it all was Benzema. This guy's unbelievable. Back-to-back hat tricks against PSG and Chelsea. And then the penalty kick, bottom line, to beat Man City at the Etihad. The guy's a freak. Just remember one thing. It's only one game, winner take all. If uh, it's tied, they go to extra time, and then they go to penalty kicks. Now, what about Canelo? Can you believe this guy? He just had an 11th round TKO win over Caleb Plant in November. He's won uh, all four major world titles. Uh, The guy's incredible. All-time great. Uh, Unified titles at 154, 160. He's an undisputed uh, champ at 168. He's got a title at 175, and that's where he's fighting here against Bival. Dmitry Bival, the Russian, who's very good at what he does. Believe me, you. Everybody knows what's going to happen if he beats Bival. He's going to have the trilogy fight with his longtime rival, a guy he's beaten twice, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, allegedly on September 17th. Canelo said, I like the idea to be undisputed at 175. I'll fight everybody. I don't Farrelling care. Bival's biggest win uh, was a near shutout decision over the title holder, Joe Smith Jr. in 2019. He's 19-0 and with 11 knockouts. He's 31 Canelo says that Bival, not Artur Baterbiev, is the best light heavyweight in the world. And a lot of people want to see him fight Baterbiev, and I want to see that fight too. I love the fact that Canelo will fight anyone, anywhere, anytime. Of course, he's a 5-1 to one favorite for this fight. He'll win. 
You know, Canelo's crazy. I've even heard him say he wants to fight Alexander Usyk, the heavyweight, at a catchweight of 201. So he's willing to go up to 201 to fight a legit heavyweight and go after that kind of belt. I mean, you got to be kidding me, this guy. The stones on Canelo Alvarez. I love it. These guys like Crawford and Spence take their whole career to get them in the ring together. Meanwhile, Canelo will fight a bunch of times every year and fight anybody they put in front of him and kick their ass. I love watching a guy box. I think he's the best in the world. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 